Fatherhood is fascinating. One day you're dad of the year, and the next day is, well, the next day. Welcome to Positively Dad, a podcast designed to help dads embrace the journey. Welcome to episode number three of Positively Dad. My name's James Shaw. I'm your host. Thank you so much for listening in. We so appreciate it. We are just in really enjoying this journey, and we appreciate your support. To everyone who's you know, subscribing on iTunes or Spotify or TuneIn or Google, wherever you listen. To those of you who've been to PositivelyDad.com and listened and given feedback and shared reviews and given us stars and all that kind of stuff, we are so blessed and so thankful. You know, as I shared on the first episode, we're just making this up as we go, and your feedback is of great value. So thank you so much. You can email me too, James at PositivelyDad.com. And so I'm excited today for episode number three, we're going to talk about something that you've probably never talked about before, and it's designed for dads-to-be or new dads, and uh, or maybe you already have some kids and you got another one coming. That's who we're talking to today, and so if you know of someone that's in that situation, they're a dad-to-be or they're a brand new dad or they've got another child on the way, send this to them. Let them know they should listen to it as well because we're going to talk about something that you probably haven't ever talked about before, and that's paternity leave. I mean, seriously, when, when, when your baby is about to be born, how many people came up to you as a dad and said, how much time are you going to take off work? My guess is not very many. And I know that a lot of people ask mom, mom, how much time are you taking off work? And the magic number is, is like 12 weeks, right, is what, what people talk about. Well, we're going to look at it a little bit differently today. You know, you'd be surprised to find out that there are only eight countries in the world that have no regulations when it comes to paid time off. And if you're in the United States, you live in one of them. It's fascinating stuff. And then when it comes to dads, this country doesn't even think about dads and time off. Now, according to uh, FMLA, you are allowed to receive, moms and dads both, up to 12 weeks off unpaid and you can't lose your job. How many people do that? My guess is not very many, and especially not dads. Well, there's a lot of research out there that says that dad taking paternity leave offers massive value to their family. It's a huge help for mom, and it's uh, really important in the relationship building with their child. And so we're going to look at it today in a way that you probably haven't ever looked at. You know, our daughter is a first grader. She's seven years old. And what's interesting is she was born six and a half weeks early. We have a preemie. And it was really interesting. She kind of came into the world at a time that we didn't expect. And that was challenging. It was scary, quite frankly. And so I took a whole week off, stayed home an entire week. Well, actually, we stayed in the hospital an entire week because my wife was in the hospital seven days and our daughter, Naomi, was in the hospital for nine. And when Terry came home and then that weekend, Naomi came home, the next thing I did is I went back to work. I went back to work because I kind of felt guilty that I'd missed a whole week and they were counting on me coming back. And there was no conversation about how much time I should take off or what I should do. And so I ended up going back to work for a week, and then I came home and stayed a few more days to help out and used vacation time and stuff like that to do it. And, and I just, you know what? It stressed my wife out. For her, it was a really challenging time, and I'm stressed about being at home, feeling like I should be at work, and when I'm at work, I'm stressed thinking that I should be at home. 
I just don't think that makes a lot of sense. So today I'm excited to have uh, Dr. Richard Petz from Ball State University, which I've got to just say that's where I went, so chirp, chirp. So uh, Ball State University, Dr. Richard Petz is going to be on the show with us today to talk a little bit about the value of paternity leave. Dr. Petz, thanks so much for joining us. James, thanks for having me on. It's my pleasure. So, you know, I found your study really interesting because it talked about, you know, we always hear about leave for mom. And that, you know, should she take 12 weeks or, you know, some places, you know, she's home for six months or a year. And, um, you know, for dads, it's not it's like, well, I come home and help out and then I still got to go to work. So you guys did some research on this. And why is this important for dads too to take leave? Yeah, it's a great question, um, and it's not something that that people typically think about. It's not something that you know a whole lot of companies um, offer, um, but it, it's really important. Um, I mean, increasingly, you know, we hear more and more, and we we become more concerned as a society about greater gender equality, right? Um, how do we make things more equal for women and men? Uh, and we've made a lot of strides um, in that regard, but. One thing that hasn't changed um, to the same extent is who is expected to be primarily responsible for childcare um, and and housework um, to a, a somewhat lesser extent, um, and it's still expected that that moms do all of this, and that's why when we think about having a kid and staying home, we think about moms doing it um, and not dads. And so, um, in order to really make any additional substantive efforts in in promoting greater gender equality. Um, we need to encourage and, and provide the opportunity for more dads to stay at home. Um, if, if dads can stay at home, if dads can uh, shoulder some of the, the child care responsibility that um, will ease the burden on mothers, will help mothers um, return to the labor force um, if, they, they, if they want to be in paid labor, um, and create a more equal balance, not just sort of in the workplace, but um, on the home front as well. So what did you find when you guys did the research on this that, you know, how many, what, what percentage of dads are taking massive amounts of time off? Um, is it higher than you expected, lower than you expected? What does that look like? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so the numbers that we have um, are, I, I can tell you two stories, I guess. So on the one hand, the vast majority of fathers take some time off when they have a child. Um, but for most fathers, it's a week or less. Um, and so they're taking, you know, the two or three days that, that mom is in the hospital, maybe a, a transition day or two after that, um, and that's about it. Um, and then dads are going, are going back to work. Only a, a, a small percentage um, of fathers, less, less than 10% of fathers are taking two weeks or more. Mm. um of leave so so very few fathers um are taking leave and what we don't what we don't know in in our research just due, just due to the data problems uh that we have is we don't necessarily know how these men are taking leave we know that they're taking leave that they're taking time off when they have a child but we don't necessarily know if they're using sick days or they're using an actual leave policy that their employer offers um if we look at those numbers um from other data that we have um, it's even more rare for fathers to take leave because uh, most places don't offer uh, paid paternity leave to fathers. Right. And the federal government only it says that you can take 12 weeks, of course, unpaid. That applies to dads as well, which I imagine a lot of people don't realize. And yet to take that kind of time off of work and not be paid, 
where, you know, the mother may be doing the same thing, that could be quite the burden on a family. Yeah. FMLA, um, you know, is just not a realistic option long-term for a lot of families. We live, you know, cost of living has gone up. Most families are, are dual income families these days. And so to have one or, or both parents, you know, take unpaid time off, especially during a time when your expenses dramatically increase, you, course, you know, you've yeah. just had a child and all the costs associated with, um, with pregnancy and the birth. And then you've got, you know, all the things you have to buy for a newborn and manage, you know, it's an expensive time. So take unpaid leave, uh, you know, is not realistic for most families. Okay. So you said that there are some things that will influence fathers to take time off on average. They're taking about a week, some a little bit more. What things did you guys find that is, are influencing fathers and their decisions about leave? Yeah. So, um, the big thing in terms of, of, of taking paid leave, um, is really, uh, to what extent, uh, fathers are more advantaged or not. Um, and so we've, we see very uh, stark differences um, in terms of who takes leave by things like um, income, what kind of job you work in, um, whether you're white or whether you're an ethnic, um, a racial or ethnic minority. Um, and so fathers who are, who are more advantaged, so fathers who uh, earn more money, who are more educated, uh, who work in professional jobs as opposed to, you know, um, occupations of labor, these kinds of things, those fathers are, are, are much more likely to take paid leave um, and to take longer periods of paid leave uh, than fathers um, who are more disadvantaged. We also find um, circumstance, I guess, for lack of a better word, um, and attitudes matter. So uh, fathers who are transitioning to parenthood, who are having their first child, um, are much more likely to take leave um, than fathers who, have, who already have children. Um, and fathers who have more positive attitudes about fathering, who feel that father involvement is important, um, who were engaged um, during the pregnancy um, with the mother, uh, those fathers are also more likely uh, to take leave and longer periods of leave. Okay, so then what's the benefit? Like, you know, I sit here and think about it and I go, well, yeah, this is a chance for me to hang out with my new child and bond with them and stuff like that. And my guess is, though, it's significantly deeper than that, right? Yeah. I mean, on a, you know, on a family by family basis, it's exactly right. Like you have time to help out at home um, and it's kind of a whirlwind. And so uh, you have those benefits. I've, research is increasing, uh, fueled by myself and, and a number of other people, not only in the U.S., but um, across the world, really. There's an extensive body of research suggesting um, that fathers who take leave are, are more engaged in their children's lives uh, throughout the long term. Uh, so not just you know, during that period of leave, but throughout childhood. Um, there's evidence that fathers who take leave, um, the relationships with the mother is improved. Um, so mothers report being happier um, in their relationship with the father. They report receiving more, uh, more parenting support from the father. Um, there's some evidence that um, parents where the father takes leave um, are more likely to, to remain romantically involved, to, to maintain a stable relationship, uh, due in, in, in large part to these other things. The father's taking time off. The father's showing a commitment. Uh, to helping out, to being engaged. Um, and so the mother 
appreciates that um, and and recognizes um, that the father's willing to help out and that and that strengthens their relationship um, and 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 helps the family out in that regard. Um, you know, in terms of of broader societal impacts, you know, there's there's evidence from countries where um, where paternity leave taking is much more widespread. Um, so the Nordic countries would be the prime example of this. Um, that high rates of, of paternity leave and fathers taking a lot of leave, um, that that can help um, help to facilitate um, a, a more quick transition back to the labor force for women um, and actually improves the economy. Um, that labor force participation improves um, and economic output can improve um, in a country as well um, where this happens. So there's both, uh, you know, sort of, of small scale on a family on a family by family. Um, kind of basis, um, but at, on a societal level too, we see a whole host of benefits. So how much time in, in your opinion and based on the research do, is, is ideal for a dad to be home and be engaged and, and, and help? Because it's like you said, it's bigger than helping out with, with just, you know, bonding with your, with your child, you're, you're doing laundry, you're helping cook food, you're making beds, you're changing diapers. I mean, you're doing all of these things to, to support mom, what, what is it that you, you know, what do you see as the right amount of time? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of, I don't know if debate's the right word, but, um, a lot of discussion about that. The consensus in terms of, of general leave taking, um, seems to be that the sweet spot is, is sort of right around six months. Um, that, sure. I'm sorry. Months. So hold on. So the dad's listening to this just, you know, either, uh, hit slam the brakes on the car or or <laughs> you know you know slap somebody and went wait a minute six months i i, I can't even do six days right so and yet the a, research is saying six months what's important about that so six months is i is for parents generally um so so i'm i'm combining mothers and fathers with my six months okay. um estimate in terms of of what we know about what's best specifically in regard to fathers uh, the best practice now, um, based on, on all estimates, is a period of time, and I have not seen anything that indicates, you know, it has to be this long, but a, a substantial period of time, think 30 days, 60 days, 90 days even, um, where it's a devoted period of time for fathers specifically to take leave, where the family only maximizes their leave benefits if if mom gets her time and dad gets her time dad gets his time excuse me um and it's not just here's a chunk of leave and divide it up however you see fit but having a specific period of time where where fathers specifically uh can take leave um is deemed to be most most beneficial to families got it so 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 mom is home for a period of time, and and my guess would be I'm totally guessing that the research would show that that she that dad's going to be there for the week or two after the baby's born. If if dad works, go back to work. Mom stays home for a period of time that right. you you could say could be a matter of months. Mom goes back to work, and then dad comes back home and and stays at home. That's what I'm hearing you say. Correct. Correct. Yeah. That is absolutely right. Okay. So did you find that you know? Because my guess is. Depending on who you talk to, you get different answers. Generally, when you talk to moms, how do they feel about dads and their leave and, and how that helped the relationship? So um, at least the research I'm doing, um, I'm, I'm using survey data. Um, and so I, I have not 
um, engaged in lengthy conversations with mothers um, to sort of get more in-depth explanations about father's leave taking. Um, and so all I have are, are what mothers say in terms of, of how they report their relationship and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, what we know, what I know from other research that, that has done more of the kinds of things you're asking about um, is that they're, they're appreciative. They um, like the idea of, of having an engaged father. I mean, research suggests that, you know, increasingly when you ask, um, especially young people, but it, increasingly older people as well, um, what kind of, of relationship do you want? Most people are going to say they want um, an egalitarian relationship. They want one in which tasks are shared equally between uh, partners. Um, but we know that relationships often aren't like that, that people sort of fall into these um, gender traditional roles. Um, and so when, when you have something like fathers taking time off of work, which you know, in many ways is seen as, as, as a sacrifice. Uh, you know, they may be um, jeopardizing their career if, if taking leave is, uh, is looked down upon at their company. Um, so, so it's an effort by fathers to demonstrate a commitment um, to really help out um, and achieve those egalitarian ideals that people um, claim that they want. Did you find that mom said that the relationship was better the longer the dad had leave? Yes. So longer periods of leave. So fathers who take, at least in, in all of the studies that, that I've done using U.S. data, um, you know, two or more weeks seems to be that, you know, that added benefit. So Okay. So, so she fathers. was happier. Uh, uh, she felt happier and she had a, uh, in general, based on your survey, she felt better about the relationship, felt a stronger connection, was much happier the longer the leave was, uh, the longer the, the father's leave was, correct? Correct. Did dads notice a difference? You know, so they, they took two weeks off and they felt it was better or they were home for three days and they felt it was better. Was there any difference in what the dads felt? Interestingly, um, there, is, there was no relationship between dads taking leave, either just taking a couple of days or taking a few weeks and how they perceive the relationship. So really no effect of taking leave on how dads viewed their relationship with the mother. Um, the, the benefits were all, uh, all toward the mother's perspective. So this has been the challenge of relationships since Earth started, isn't it? Is that, um, you know, let's put dads in one category and we here we think everything is going great and wonderful when the truth is the expectation might be something else or she would be even happier if we could help out a little bit more and we're just not aware of that because we go, everything's fine. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, yeah. If I could solve that problem, um, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I'd be much better off than I am. Well, yeah. now, you wouldn't be living in Muncie, Indiana. This is true. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. So, okay. So that I find that very, very fascinating. And and then and then we've talked with Dr. Uh, Kevin Schaefer, at BYU, who you've done some research with, and he was he also involved in this study with you. Uh, he was not involved in the, in the okay. paternity leave research, okay. uh, but we've done some work on, on fatherhood generally together. Right. Yeah. And what we talked, what we talked about on this podcast before with Dr. Schaefer is that, that the, the role is changing, right? That the, that while we still see it, that fewer and fewer families have gender specific type roles. Are, that's what you guys found in that study. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, increasingly more and more dads want to be involved. They want to be equal partners. Um, you know, they want to be engaged fathers. Um, 
and the challenges, um, you know, the external pressures that that men face to be able to uh, to enact on those desires. Yeah. So, and that you know t- takes me to the next question. When 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 my daughter was born, she was she was six and a half weeks early. I like to call it seventy five thousand dollars. <laughs> and um, she was in the NICU for nine days. My wife was in the hospital for seven. When um, uh, we came home uh, the day before, and then our daughter came home the next day. And, and so I'd already been out for a week. And then I stayed home a couple of days. And then there's this like urge of where am I supposed to be? Because I really, really, really want to be here. And yet work expects me to be there. And they go, hey, you've just taken this time off. How are you going to use that? And, and, and so I feel like I've got to get back to work. And yet I know that my wife needs me there. And, and, you know, all the things that, that a wife could go through after, you know, going through a pregnancy and one that was fascinating. And, and then just the things that come after, after your baby is born, she went through all of that. And here I am working. How do we fix that? Uh, We need to do a lot. Um, I mean, we're way behind, uh, you know, uh, the entire world, basically, <laughs> with the exception of a handful of small countries, um, offer paid leave to mothers. Um, and, you know, just under half of all countries um, allow fathers to take some form of, of paid leave as well. And so um, simply putting the structure in place to make it possible, you know, is is one step in the right direction. Now, just because paid leave is offered doesn't mean that those barriers that you're talking about go away. Um, and they don't. Uh, so, um, you know, the changes in the structure have to coincide with, with cultural changes of us just being more accepting of people putting their family first for a period of time. I mean, we live in a very um, work-centric culture. We don't even, you know, we don't use all of our vacation time. We don't use all of our sick time. You know, we're, we're, we're a society of workaholics to some extent. We're always working. We're always expected to be working. And so when you have that kind of culture, um, there's always that pressure um, to sort of get back to work. And even when it's not what you want to do, or perhaps it's not even what you think is best, uh, you sort of feel that obligation to, you um, to work because it's, it's just sort of, of ingrained in us. And, you know, the business world sort of expects that out of its workers. And if you can't do it, they'll find someone who will. So there's a lot of pressure on people to sort of conform to what, you know, our jobs want us to be, um, you know, in an attempt to get ahead or, or in, in fear of losing what we have, I guess, either way. It's, it seems like, too, that this is more than just a family issue, that this is really, when it comes down to it, it's a social issue. Yeah, I mean, this is, um, yeah, I, I mean, in terms of, of our culture and what we place our values on and all of that sort of stuff, I mean, that's absolutely a broader social issue. Um, but I mean, you know, work-family balance, you know, is extremely important, you know, and being able to maintain you know, sanity and, and a reasonable level of stress, you know, like lives in general are, are extremely hectic. Um, and we often don't take the breaks that you know, we need to recharge and those kinds of things. So those, yeah, I mean, the, the need for greater work-life balance um, extends beyond just, you know, the issue of, of parental leave. Absolutely. 
Right. And you said that you found in the the research that when a father was more engaged in the beginning, that they were taking longer leave, that that actually showed a pattern over time, that they were going to be more engaged over time. Is that right? Yeah. So we find that um, the fathers um, who take leave, that early period of, of engagement, fathers are more engaged. We've charted it out so far um, through the first five years of a child's life. Um, and actually, we're wrapping up a study um, now uh, that shows that um, uh, that fathers who take leave, and, and in particular, fathers who take two or more weeks of leave, uh, their children report um, having better relationships with their father when they're nine years old uh, compared to when fathers don't take leave. Well, now that one hits you right in the face, right? That that a nine-year-old is saying, I have a great relationship with dad. And quite frankly, that relationship started immediately. Right. I mean, you know, psychologists have demonstrated, you know, the importance of of that early period of, of bonding and attachment. I mean, there's, you know, there's so much emphasis on on holding your baby when he or she is born and these kinds of things, right, to develop those bonds from an early age. And uh, it has long lasting effects, not just, you know, on relationships, but on health outcomes and a whole, a whole host of things. You said that you found that, so uh, we're, you know, dads are more likely to stay at home for a longer be- period of time and help out with child number one, a little less likely with number two and maybe even less with number three and so on. Does that seem backwards? Um, yeah, um, more kids are more work. Um, anyone who has more than one child knows that. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, you would think that, you know, if you have other kids at home, then the need for you to be there to help out at home would be, um, even bigger. But, uh, you know, we also, you know, the, the transition of parenthood is, is new. It's exciting. You know, you're going through it together with your partner. Um, and so there's the desire to be there, you know, for your first child being born and to help out. Um, I don't know if that desire wanes. I like I I don't have a good answer um for why that might not be um for you know the second and third kid. I mean it could also be that the more kids you have, the more um financial pressures you might face. And so mm-hmm. you may not be in a position financially to take two weeks off anymore because you've got two or three kids at home. Um, already. And so that time just may not be a possibility. So what you, what I'm hearing you say is take some time, uh, a period of, you know, somewhere between two weeks and three months is what I'm hearing. And your bond and relationship with your child is better. And that's measurable pretty quickly. At a young age, they can tell you that. The relationship between you and and the mother, the mother of your children or your wife or whomever is significantly better because it doesn't all fall on her and you're helping out at home. And 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 so this seems like a total win uh, for everybody is what I'm hearing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I just saw uh, um, some numbers yesterday, I think it was um, that only about a third a little over a third of fathers who have access to paid leave from their employers take all of the paid leave that their employers offer them. And what do you think that's about? Why are they choosing to skip it out if the employer is offering them paid leave and the research says you need to stay at home? Because the research also says that fathers who take paid leave 
or who request taking paid leave um, are more likely to get worse performance evaluations, they're less likely to get promoted, they fear they're gonna be stigmatized, and so it's really fear of, of repercussions in the workplace. Um, and so I would argue that the more fathers that take advantage of the opportunities that exist, the more commonplace it's gonna become and the more accepting people are gonna be of it. Do you, do you see the same sort of thing with um, a mom that takes leave and has a baby that she is less likely to receive a promotion or any, I mean, you've seen the same thing there, or is this purely dads are supposed to be at work and moms are supposed to be home. So dads are the ones who miss out. Uh, no, I mean, the penalties there for mothers as well. I mean, you know, a good chunk of the gender pay gap um, is, is due to motherhood um, and the time that, that moms take off just because I have to for no other reason um, due to the physical challenges of, of pregnancy. So this is absolutely a penalty um, for mothers as well. Don't we have forever to work and like just moments with our kids? They say that, you know, you blink and they're in college. Yeah. I mean, it, perspectives 2020, right. Um, you know, I like, I don't know, you know, when I'm 80 years old, if I'll look back and be like, wow, you know, I really wish I would have spent two hours more in the office every day. Um, you know, look at what I could have accomplished. Um, but, you know, I could foresee looking back and being like, you know, I really didn't take advantage of, of those opportunities I had to spend with my kids like I really should have. I mean, I know there are times I've got two young kids and I'm worrying about work and, and they're playing. And instead of me playing with them and laughing, you know, I'm worrying about about work and you know it's time you don't get back you know the work's always going to be there <laughs> that's one reality but kids grow up quick and so you only have so much time with them okay so i i read recently that the u.s is one of eight countries that doesn't have any type of leave for moms and and, and you said it was a small group of countries and then about half of the countries have something for dads what do we do as as families to bring awareness to this and, and start to create some change for this because clearly the research is showing it's better for the relationship and better for the child if both parents can have some period of time to be home. What are we supposed to do? I mean, I think one thing is, is, is to be vocal um, about it. I mean, survey data shows the vast majority of people are supportive of, of paid leave policies. So um, people want these but don't want to pay for them. Um, I mean, these policies aren't, aren't free. Like it would be tax dollars that, that would go um, in some way, shape or form to support paid leave policies. Um, but I, I would encourage people to, to support these policies. You know, at the federal level, there have been policies introduced um, over the years. You know, there's a handful of states that have uh, paid, paid family leave policies. I know there's at least a couple more states who've, who've introduced legislation um in an attempt um to pass um a paid family leave policy um so on sort of the you know the the policy level i would encourage people you know to to write to their their um their representatives their senators you know and encourage them um to consider a paid family leave legislation um on on the corporate level you know i Look into the 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 parental leave offered by your company, and you know encourage people to take it. Um, you know, especially if you're a manager or an an owner. Um, 
you have a lot of influence um, on whether or not people feel comfortable taking leave. And so a manager saying, I think it's great that you're having a child and I encourage you to take as much time as we offer you. Um, and your office will be right here waiting for you when you get back. Um, goes a long way in encouraging people um, to take leave. And so just simply, you know, being an, an advocate and being accepting of leave, I think would go um, a long way in the in the right direction. Yeah, I would guess at the corporate level, a policy like that, you would see higher morale, uh, people staying in there at the company longer, you know, so you'd be able to keep amazing talent in your company and they're going to be happier working there. Have you found anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I... I have not looked at that specifically, um, but that's what the research suggests. It's good for business um, that having um, a generous um, work-life package of benefits um, increases employee retention and commitment to the company. And so, yes, it comes at a cost to the company, but it's far less than what the cost would be uh, to constantly be dealing with employee turnover all the time. Yeah, no kidding. Well, what didn't we talk about through this that you just want to make sure everybody understands and hears today? Um, that's a great question. Um, I, you know, I think um, the take-home point, I guess I would, I would sort of stress is that um, the way our, our society currently is without any, um, without any paid leave and this kind of, uh, you know, piecemeal system of leave means that, you know, the majority of people don't have access to paid leave. Um, and so for fathers who are, are in a privileged position where you work for someplace or you reside in a state uh, that has um, a paid leave opportunity, I mean, that is something that most people don't have access to um, in this country. And so being able to take advantage of that, um, to spend time um, with your child's, you know, from birth, um, you know, is, is something that I would encourage everyone to do. And the research suggests, you know, it's good for fathers, it's good for children, it's good for mothers, um, and it's good for society as well. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking time out today to join us and uh, so, so much valuable information. I wish I had a DeLorean so I could go back seven <laughs> years and do this over. And I think that you're going to help out a lot of people. So again, I appreciate the time and uh, and thanks for being on and, and go Cardinals, by the way. Chirp, chirp. <laughs> thanks, James. I appreciate it. Great stuff from Dr. Petz over at Ball State. Thank you very, very much for looking at it. You know, some takeaways for me are, you know, again, not only is the value in spending time at home with your newborn baby, the biggest benefit is it helps relationship with mom. She's got a lot going on. And in fact, dad's taking paternity leave might have more value for mom than it does for anybody else. So um, what a great, great, great thing. And we clearly have an opportunity in this country to create standards for paid leave for moms and dads, that 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 should exist, and um and and you know Dr. Petz gave you some ideas, and and Dove, you know the, they make the soap and all that kind of stuff. Dove sees this as a big opportunity, and so I, I want to make sure you know that they've started a paternity leave fund, and the goal for that is to give out grants to dads so that they can stay home and still get paid. And so they're offering up to $5,000 grants for dads to be able to take time off 
uh, if, if they work for someone that does not allow paid time off, take time off and be at home. Just be at home. I love that Dr. Pet said that we have an eternity to work, basically, and we have a small amount of time to be home with our newborn baby. So if you would like information on the grant from Dove, we have posted it on PositivelyDad.com over in the, um, the uh, resources tab of PositivelyDad.com. All right, so we wrap up every episode the same way each week, and that is we bring in our little munchkin, right? Now, she's not so little anymore. She's seven. We bring in our little munchkin, though, for the Kids Corner. She gets to talk about anything that she would like to talk about. It's unprompted. It's unscripted. It's all her. So now, ladies and gentlemen, the Kids Corner. What are the kids thinking? Time to find out in the Kids Corner with your host, Naomi. Hi, I'm Naomi Shaw, and today we are going to talk about what do you do to hang out with just mommy and daddy and no one else. My favorite thing to do is uh, probably playing a game with them. Well, if you have uh, charades, you can play that. That's my favorite game. And my second favorite game is like it's a little um, Hatchimal game. It's like whoever gets to the top first wins. That's all for Naomi's Corner. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks, Naomi. We like playing games with you, too. See? It's not just when they're born, you hang out with them and spend time with them. It's always, right? You'll never get the time back. Thank you so much for joining us for episode number three of Positively Dad. I trust that you enjoyed it. You got some value out of it. And again, we value your feedback. PositivelyDad.com and then uh, anywhere you find a, a podcast. We're on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, TuneIn. Leave reviews. Let us know what you think. Give us your feedback. And then do me a favor. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Positively Dad. Again, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time on Positively Dad. Bye bye.